Jess, it's happening. Whoa, Tina, what are you doing in my car? Space is here now. No closet will be left behind. Did you say closet? Yes, the Container Store custom closets are up to 25% off. It doesn't matter the size or shape. Space is coming to them all. You're not serious. Space isn't a joke, Jess. How long do we have? Through October 13th. All right, buckle up. The Container Store Custom Closet Sale is here with up to 25% off all systems, including Alpha. The Container Store, where space comes from. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dikewood Mills. Dikewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International denomination with over 3,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and an author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 500 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Hewitt Mills. Father, thanks a million for tonight. In Jesus' name, Amen. You may be seated. Our topic tonight is faith and ministry. Faith and ministry. When it comes to ministry, you need faith if you are going to walk in the ministry. Number one, faith loves preparation. This morning, I was sharing about that. Faith loves preparation. Hebrews 11 verse 7. By faith, Noah being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Amen. So, ministry involves working for the Lord. And in the work of God, there are many things you would be warned about. Okay? For instance, years ago, when our church was a little younger, we are still very much in the baby stage, I was encouraging a lot of pastors to build church buildings. And many of the pastors I was encouraging to build, could not see what I was talking about. But today, because of the buildings of the church, the church buildings, you find that even orangus are limited many times in what they want to do. Because you can orangulize a few people but you cannot easily orangulize a church building. 
True or not true? So, being warned of things to come, prepared. So, there are many things to come. And above all, there are things to come in eternity. And once we are warned of God, we need to prepare for things yet to come. Some time ago, I could see that my church members were moving from Kolegono. All my members were staying in Kolegono and Maprobi. But as they prospered, they moved to Adenta and other such prosperous places. I remember one of my church members was roofing his house in Kolegono and stopped paying tithes because of that. When God blessed him, he even moved from the area to Adenta. So being warned of God, of things to come, prepared. So we went to build a church at Adenta to receive the migrants who would migrate from Kolegono. There are many such things in ministry. Warnings. Notice the word warned. Being warned. And there are many things that come as warnings to those who want to serve the Lord. So when you are in the ministry, you must have faith. And faith loves preparation. Faith loves victory. Victory loves preparation. And faith is not allergic to warnings. Faith is not casual about warnings. Faith does not dismiss the rantings, apparent rantings of an older person. Faith is open to warnings. So Noah was one of the heroes of faith. And the Bible says he was warned of God. He was warned of God. And when he heard the warning, he went and prepared for the warning. So that in case the warning happens, such and such would be the way forward. So, every funeral we attend is a warning and an alert of our own funeral, our own impending funeral, our own departure. Many evil things we see ahead are warnings of how things could become or how things can become. That is why an elderly person usually will be telling you so many things that he has seen. His life looks like a storybook. It is because there are so many things that can happen that are so incredible and incredulous and it is because Satan is involved in what is going on. In fact, he's a major player in everything that is happening. I was recently reading Rejoiner's book on 
um, when God walked the earth and the angels were discussing Satan and they were discussing how Satan had missed the birth of Jesus and so was trying to kill him Jesus through Herod now because he failed he was coming back to come and tempt the Holy One himself and all the angels were alert because of where Satan was coming because in the spirit when they can see them moving from country to country place to place we can't see but they can see us we can only read and believe so he was moving back probably from Egypt or wherever and was coming back to the wilderness where Jesus, he was planning to tempt Jesus. Now when he failed, then he went to attack the elect or what we call divine helpers of a person. Divine helpers. Divine helpers. Because God always gives divine helpers but in the book they describe him as the elect so Jesus was attacked and his elect and the elect were one of them was John the Baptist because John the Baptist prepared the way for Jesus so if you are close to somebody or helping somebody Sometimes you become a target as well. So you should not be around a spiritual person and be unspiritual. You must also be spiritual because you are also of interest to the enemy. Because what you do not do or what you do can affect the person so much. So if you were the devil, you would even look around and see who are the people who are important and then attack them. So it's important if you are a spiritual helper or connected to guard yourself. One time I was traveling with some people and I told them, do you know that we may die together? Like, because we are together a lot. So, I mean, our last day could be together. You never know. Because we are together. I mean, they could also not be. God forbid. God forbid. Yeah. <laughs> and that is one of the reasons why many of my lay pastors were attacked by a spirit of criticism and doubt about me. Not in relation to whether I'm a pastor, but some of the things that I said financially. Was to, it was to cut off finances from me. Because if they were rich, my pastors love God. If they were rich, they would support me more. But Satan didn't want them to support me. The best people to support you are pastors. 
but they are also pastors. So they, they were made to doubt things that I said to them and they were made poor by a spirit of poverty and indebtedness. Oh, you see, almost anybody who has debt is a poor person. If you have a debt, you are poor because you are into negative. You can give me whatever words you want to give me. Look, I'm over 50 years old. I've been around for some time. I'm not so much of a small boy in that sense. I may be a small boy, but I'm over 50. I must have been around for some time if I'm 50. I mean, when you count, you see that is a number of years. Every one of them, every one of them, they are all in debt, penniless. They are. They didn't have ministry and they didn't have money. Both. They would have been in full-time ministry, doing more things for God, but they didn't have that, and they also didn't have money, which is double jeopardy. But it was it was it was a spirit. But it was it was not even an attack against them. It was an attack against me because they were, they are my supporters. My supporters should have bought a plane for me by now. Yes. Bishop Oyedepo started flying. He said we started flying in 1996. That's when they started flying. Takes you to 2006, 2016, 2018, 22 years ago. That's when they started flying. Yes. My supporters should have done that. Make it easier for me to go here, come here, go here. I could have gone to Dakar this last week, come back, gone to Conakry, come back, gone to here, come back, gone to Takwadi, come back, gone to Bamako for service, come back, gone to Wagadugu, come back, gone to Abuja, come back, gone to Lagos, come back. I could have done a lot. Yes. But now to go to Bamako, or to go to Wagadugu, or it is, a, it, it is we are driving. <laughs> on the road. Yes, on the road. So in the year 2001, I went to America and I preached. I preached to them in London already. I went to America and I preached about mortgages and all these death. But Satan twisted the message. Within a week after I left, many of them entered into the opposite of what I said. Huh? Yes. With all sorts of reasons. I don't know this, I don't know this, I don't know this, I don't know this. Who is more international than myself in amongst all my pastors? Yes. Who is more international than, than go, go on, run, 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 run. I just came from Colombo. Do you know Colombo? You see? I don't know why you want to argue. Who is arguing with me? Find the person. They went to buy water. I heard they've gone to buy water. They're not coming back. 
So, how many of you have been warned before in your life by your parents or by anybody? They were warning you about something. Raise your hand. Ah. Put my scripture up with your hand still up. Your hand should still be up. Put my scripture there. What does it say? Noah by faith. You see, a faith person is not adverse to warnings. He hears warnings. And by a faith person, you can put your hands down. Thank you. Don't be upset when you are being warned of something. Don't interpret as the person is, doesn't like you or doesn't like something that you are liking. Noah was warned. He was warned. He said, this will become this. This blue becomes yellow. This white becomes brown. Don't be angry. He was warned of God. And not only warned, but he prepared. So he adjusted his whole life based on the warning. I wish I could show that film. Danny boy, are you here? You have that little part you can show me. The flood. You, you guys, you have your documentary here. You don't have it. Oh. Okay, I get it. I want you to see. Because it's, it's quite incredible. A lot of warnings are like that. Like heaven. Like we'll be in mansions. People don't believe it all. Like Charlie, you'll be like crowns, stars. There'll be rankings. It's like people just, I just live it all. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but it will matter. I think warnings are too incredible when you hear them. Yes. So faith loves preparation. Faith loves to prepare. When you see a man preparing for something, he's a man of faith. Yes. By faith, Noah, being one of God, prepared an ark. A whole ark. I don't think he was into boat building. I don't know what job he, he, he used to do. But I think it was some farming. I'm sure it was a whole new idea for him. Huh? Faith loves adventure. Yeah. Faith loves adventure. Are you writing this down? Faith loves adventure. Faith loves to travel for God. Did you write it that way? And faith will go anywhere for God. Faith will go where? Anywhere for God. A man of faith will go anywhere for God. Hebrews 11 verse Eight. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place 
to go out into a place to go out into a place he was called to go out into a place hmm. which he should after receiving an inheritance obeyed and he went out not knowing whither he went you see that's adventure beginning when you are going to a place you know well it's not an adventure as of me, I prefer adventure anyway. That's even by the way. A place that he didn't know. Verse 9. Beautiful. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country. He didn't know. Change the version. Dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob. He made his home in a promised land. Faith loves to travel. It's not only Ghanaians who love to travel. Faith loves to travel. A man of faith in God says when God calls, you say, oh, I I can go. Do you know that? I don't need to know that I can go. I will go. Faith will go. Faith loves adventure. Yes. God says here, thou people who don't like adventure, when they hear this, you see that their nature combines with doubt, which is a spiritual force. And their human nature, which doesn't want to experiment, combines with a potent force called doubt and unbelief. And then they become nothing. All those in England and America and Switzerland and Germany who say, I I, I can't go to Africa because of the natives, restless natives. You should know that you don't have faith. Because faith will love to travel. And will love to go out to a place that he doesn't know. But Bible says Abraham did it by faith. He went to a place he didn't know. Adventure. And he dwelt there. He made his home. He made it his home. I like this version. Huh? He made it his home. When you see a missionary who talks to you about the local people and says, hey, as for these people, they are like this, they are like this, you are not a missionary. Return immediately. When you make a place your home, it is your home. You don't see them as, oh, these people like these people, these people, these people. You say we. You change from these people to we. So, traveling We'll be traveling. We'll be laboring day and night. Yes. It's not about you've never sat on a plane, so you are looking for an yellow plane to sit on. That's not what I'm talking about. Yes. You see, to travel is not easy. Many of you, if, if a missionary does something, I multiply it by hundred. 
compared with you. If I have a missionary who is winning a soul and gathering some few people, and you are also winning a soul and gathering some people, if the person is a missionary, I'll give him times 100 points. Oh, yes. I'll give him 100. I'll give you one. It's a hundred times more difficult to be in somebody else's country. Yes. Yeah. Our missionaries, they are heroes, eh? Oh, yes. Many times I tell them, some of them go for a long time, they come, they feel they haven't achieved. I say, look, that you went is enough. It's enough. What did Abraham accomplish? Surely. He just went and he's in the Bible. He went. The others didn't go. They will go. They will come up with, you know, my mother's whatever it is. I'm the only whatever. My parents are saying this and uh, my school, whatever. So I want to finish my days. And a lot of talking these days, you know, we are older now. So we don't even, as soon as they say, okay, it's okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. As soon as you stay talking, no. Faith travels. Faith loves the adventure of learning a language, going somewhere, go somewhere, preach somewhere, go somewhere, preach somewhere. That's faith. By faith, he was called to go out. I'm going out. He was not called to stay. Go out. Go out. Go out. To the world where there are people. But what about our own local place? Let me tell you something about your local place. Everybody has a point in which your local place is no more working. Because from Jerusalem to Judea to Samaria to the uttermost part, when you move from Jerusalem to Judea, there are still people in Jerusalem who are not saved. When Jesus died, the, the man was still at the temple gate when Peter and John were going. They saw a crippled man. After healing a lot of people, there were still cripples left after Jesus had left. Just this week after Jesus left, there were cripples there. So a, a great person can walk through, but that is not his harvest. That's not his harvest. There are more harvests for every... Everybody has your harvest within that place. Then you have to move out. And somebody was criticizing me. Why am I going to... I mean, where am I going to? Where do we go? Malawi, where am I going to? South Africa, all these countries. Well, is it not necessary? Are there no souls in Ghana? I mean, somebody was actually criticizing me that are there no souls in Ghana that I will not evangelize in Ghana. It is marvelous. You see that some people's brain is almost like an ant's brain. You know? Like at least a red ant size of a red ant's brain. <laughs> Faith travels and goes forever. I'm not talking about the holidays. Yes. Come, I'll send you. I have so many countries. I'll send you to more. Put the map of Madagascar on the on the thing. Put a map of Madagascar. Put a map of Malawi. Put a map of Mozambique. I'll show you towns. He said there are souls in, in Ghana. Which country is this? Is this Mozambique? Yeah, I want uh, Madagascar. Beautiful. 
I have so many towns. It's a long island. It's the biggest island. Number three. Faith loves what? Sacrifices. Yeah. Faith makes sacrifices. Faith pays tithes. Now, Hebrews 11 verse 4. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice. Wow. Now, what is the greatest sacrifice you can make? Is a sacrifice of your life. Amen. Because Abel offered blood, life. Cain offered vegetables, salad. Huh? Now, how much do tomatoes cost? Tomatoes, cabbage, lettuce, like a big bowl of vegetables like this. How much will it cost? Thousand CDs. No, all my arms are full of vegetables like this. Tomatoes, this, a big, up to like this. Only 100 CDs. All here. Oh, how much is a crate of tomatoes? A crate. A crate. A bucket is 25. Which type of bucket? The paint bucket. Yes. So, tomatoes, what I'm having, we have about four of that bucket. Only the tomatoes. What about the cabbage? The onions? Ah. The tomatoes is already 100. One bucket is 25. But 250, 500 maybe. You'll be surprised. That can make the law for a thousand people. And how much is meat? One kilo? 20 cities. 10 cities. Meat, 10 cities. Yes, yes, 10 cities. Yes. Shh, please. She has a 10 city one, please. She has a tendency. After church, you see her and ask her where to buy it. One kilo, ten cities, goat meat. You have not been going yourself. She's been going herself. Ten cities, one kilo, goat meat. Bone in, isn't it? With bones and everything. Ten cities. No, you see, I'm proving to you. Okay, let's say twenty cities. Twenty cities. Twenty cities. So one kilo, two kilos, three kilos, four kilos, five kilos, six kilos, seven kilos, eight kilos, nine kilos, 
10 kilos. 10 kilos is hand luggage. One hand luggage bag. Is how much? 200 cities. And the vegetables too. 200, it's about 200, 200 for just the tomatoes. So the price I'm trying to show you is not so different as you may have thought. Vegetable, you may have thought, oh, when I bring some meat, I'm bringing something so much more valuable. No. How much is one chicken? 45 cities. 50 cities. For which type of Ghana-made chicken or imported green chickens? Daku farms. University farms, 45 cities. Imported one, 15 cities. 12 cities. You yourself should know that you are eating hormones. Is ready? Yeah. Now, are you watching? Are you listening? So the vegetables and the meat, Abel and Cain's offering was not so different even in value and so on. Yeah. Even today's calculation. See, the difference is blood is a life. A life that... You see, the, the, the pig was once having a discussion with a cow. You see? You know the story. They were discussing that they wanted they should provide a breakfast for the family. And then the cow said, oh, no problem. Let's, let's all contribute. And everybody said, oh, yeah, we will contribute. And the pig said, no, no, I can't contribute. So why can't you contribute? Well, we are all contributing. The chicken said, I'm, the chicken said, I'll, I'll, I'll contribute. The, uh, the cow said, I'll contribute. And then the pig said, for me to contribute bacon and sausages, it is my meat that is going to be given, my life. But the sausage is from his meat. And the, and the, and the, the bacon, it is his meat from the under the belly. Yeah. So your contribution, you're giving me six eggs. Has it changed your life? You are giving your milk. Has it changed your life? But me to give my contribution, I gave my life to give my bacon and my eggs. So your contribution and my contribution, although it's all just breakfast. Mine is my life. And yours is just, you know, you just go, pop, 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 every day from Monday to Friday, pop, 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 here are six eggs. That's all you did. Somebody gave his life. Hey, they are different. There's a difference between full-time ministry and lay ministry. As far as the east is from the west. You just go to the pop, pop, pop. You are not poopoo, you know. You are making eggs. Poop, 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 poop. Six eggs for breakfast. But this man is contributing his 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 meat. They cut off his leg, divide his body, living sacrifice to make sausage and bacon. So contributing to God, it just come with vegetables and so on, is different. Somebody is giving a life and blood is in the life. Life is in the blood. That's the difference. 
Because when I look at sometimes, I look at a lay pastor. Sometimes of them even work harder than full-time pastors. Even in pastoral work. Oh, yes. They work so hard. Some even have bigger churches. They work very hard. But they don't give their life. <laughs> Some few eggs. Poop. Tuesday egg. Poop. Poop. Yeah. And some glass of milk. But these ones, they give it their whole life. It's like, okay, by the time they, because you see, like me, I've given my life. Now, suppose I want to go back to, I left medical, whatever, in 1989. So, to when I have to pick up from there to restart my specialization, it's very old. Even what I can remember the things and do the exam. I'm behind by 30 years. Yes, life is gone. Yes. So, my contribution came with my life. Faith loves to sacrifice. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice. You see, there was a difference in the sacrifice. More excellent. Different. And that's why lay pastors should recognize the difference. They are both sacrifices. Both sacrifices. I cannot say, you see, people look at my lay pastors, they envy them. People say, where, can, where do you get such good people? That's why usually when a, a, a lay pastor crosses over and becomes a full-time pastor, they can become a bishop very quickly because they are so good at pastoring and they are so sacrificial. Take somebody like Bishop Interfo. He became a full-time pastor. He was a lay pastor for some years. Then he became a full-time. Shortly after, he became a bishop even before people who have been in full-time ministry. He became, because they are good pastors. They love God and so, but it is to give your life. That is the issue. A more excellent sacrifice. That is where the difference is. But not that they are not pastors or they are not good at ministry. I hope you are still around. Yeah. By faith, Abel offered a more excellent sacrifice. So it's a little different. That difference is important difference. If I put two of you here and one of you has been to the university and one, one has not, you may look like two young men. Now, is there anybody here who's been to the university and someone who has not been? You've not been, come. And who has been? You, okay, the two of you, come. No, I need somebody who's also wearing a tie. You, you've not been. Okay, I, okay, take off your tie. Take off your tie. Unbutton your... Yes. I, I give your tie to somebody. Follow me, please. Stand over here. Thank you. Stand over here. You, you, you've not gone to university. You've gone to university. You see, they look, they are two handsome men. Both are wearing white shirts. You get it? Yeah. I, I'm batting one, one, one shirt. One of you. Uh, uh, let me see. You don't have a wa- Remove your watch. I don't want you to look richer than this one. Huh? Uh, remove your wedding ring. Remove your wedding ring. You, the button cannot come off. It's a permanent button. Okay. L- leave it, please. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh, okay. And they look almost the same. The, the absence of university education, you see, is an invisible difference. 
It's an invisible difference, but it's a difference. And it will make a difference as we go along. That's it. But they are similar. You see? So, giving your life is, is a little, it's not, it's, it's, there's a difference between that and not giving your life. And we all come and work on Saturday. We all come on Tuesday. We all come on Sunday. We all come. We all pray. We all do this. We all, but there's a difference. Thank you, gentlemen. So, faith is ready to sacrifice. Now, all of you who struggle with giving, I've realized, because God has showed me recently that giving is something that you can enter into where you start to like it. And you know what the secret is? The secret is when you believe. You see, when you believe in something, it's, it's very easy to give to it. I mean, you take somebody who is not your child and somebody who is your child. You see that the person you think is your child, you get what I'm saying? You, you, you invest in the child. Freely. Because it's like, oh, it's my child. Just a little twist in your knowledge. Your flow of money is so easy. Your flow and release of money is so easy. As soon as it's told, it's not your child. And what about if you meet somebody who tells you I'm your child? Yes. He says, I'm your child. Uh? Yes. Because there are some biological things we don't know. eh? You can meet somebody and tell you that, "Uh uh-oh. I'm here. Yes. I went to Malawi and I found some children there. A whole lot of them. They said, oh, we are your children. I said, ah. And they behave just like my children. Exactly. You would think that they have been here in Ghana for years. Yes, amazing. Amazing. So as soon as your mind changes and you own what is being asked for, it's so easy to, you don't even consider it as giving. Because how many of you give to your children and say, I've given last, this year I've donated. You don't say you've donated to your child. (laughs) That's why you struggle with giving. Yes. You know, one of the strangest words in my house, in my family, is sacrifice. My wife and I, we not talk about sacrifice. We are sacrificing for God. We are enjoying Christ. Is it's the way you see it. We are enjoying Christianity. What a blessing that as I used to sing, play, and preach in secondary in university, I'm doing the same thing. Huh? I still do. I still do music. You see the choir was singing, beautiful. Is it not nice to? You? It's nice to me. If it's not nice to go to another church. Yes, it's nice to me. Yeah, I like it. I'm doing the same things. So to me, I'm, I'm rather enjoying. So we are stuck. We are suffering. We are. That's why you can't give. It's so difficult for you. I've never thought for one second that any of my children, I'm sacrificing for them. I'm sacrificing for you to go to school. 
sacrificing for more. I would have eaten three eggs today if I hadn't sent you to Achimota school. Ah. You love it even. Faith loves to sacrifice. So when you start to believe that this is God-given grace to me, I see all this as God's grace to me. Ah. I want to, I want to make it work with all my heart, with all my life. Most of the things I give, I don't even know that it's called giving. Because it's mine. To me, it is for me. That's why you struggle to give. Yeah. The day you see somebody as your child, you will never struggle to give to them. You will not consider that. I have to give to you. <sighs> Satan, I bind you. No. I bind you what? Your child. Yeah. As I come to preach to you, do you think I feel I'm sacrificing? If I wanted even to eat something, I don't have even the time. From the moment I stepped, the people are waiting. You can't leave them. You have to talk. This person, everybody. Everybody has something to say. And everybody is important. Everybody is important. When you are a pastor, you will learn that everybody is important. When you are not a pastor, you don't know everybody is important. When you are a business or some other secular job, you, you will feel that there are differences in people. But as you grow, you will learn, realize that everybody is, is important. Yes. Faith loves to sacrifice. And faith will make you give an excellent sacrifice of your life. Now, we are coming close to the end. Faith loves inheritance. This is the big one. Faith loves inheritance. Faith accepts inheritance. Faith flows towards inheritance. Are you writing it? Faith shamelessly possesses inheritance. Are you there? I hope you are writing it that way. Faith believes in and takes over spiritual inheritance. Faith loves it. Faith accepts riches as a provision from God. Faithless people don't easily accept inheritance, nor do they flow in it. Hey. Are you there? Did you miss some of the points? Ah, I thought you were students. Faith loves inheritance. Faith accepts inheritance. Faith flows towards inheritance. Faith shamelessly, shamelessly possesses inheritance. Hey. Faith believes in and takes over spiritual inheritance. Come on now. Faith accepts riches. 
as a provision from God. Faithless people don't accept inheritance, nor do they flow in it. Hey! Now, Hebrews 11, verse 8. By faith. Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place where he should receive an inheritance, obeyed. He just flowed. Faith people, they like inheritance. They accept it. Now, what is an inheritance? An inheritance is something you didn't create, you didn't build. Hubli hubli, hublu hublu, hublu hublu hublu. Faith is something you didn't create, you didn't build. You get it? You didn't organize. You didn't fight for. It was there and it is being given to you and you just flow in it. So you start from where your father was at a point. Yes, an inheritance. Now, let's talk about physical inheritance. Spiritual inheritance, you have it in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17. You see inheritance written there. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17. That the God of our Lord just may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge of him. Continue, verse 18. That the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, you should know what is the hope of your calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Obviously, this is not a physical inheritance of a house at Kotobabi. It is a spiritual inheritance. Are you with me? What is spiritual inheritance? Anointings, graces, gifts, levels, teachings, doctrines, lines of teaching. Yes, doctrines, words, gifts, books. Chapters. Now, faith people, they flow with such things. So, oh, this is it. When my father died, he gave me inheritance. Things he built, I never sweated for. I just became an owner in a day. Yeah. And I started at the level that he was at when he died. Yes. It pushed me forward in life. Yes. So faith people, they love what they are to inherit. 
If you've never inherited, you will not understand inheritance. Inheritance is a big thing. A good man leaves an inheritance for his children and his children's children. A good man, the Bible says. If you're a good man, you leave an inheritance for your child and your child's child. Yes. Are you still around? Yeah. Now, people without faith, they will come into the church and we have books written. Many are called. If you want to preach about or you want to learn about working for God, they will take many are called or they will take others or they will take it is a great thing to serve the Lord or they will take tell them they can they've just flow with it you see them going to places to minister yes recently i was speaking to a man of god and one of my bishops had come to visit him his church and he said bishop is teaching i said what he said bishop is teaching that is one of my bishops i said really what is he He's teaching others others Line after line. Line after line. He's teaching us. He has gathered hundreds of people, pastors, leaders, bishops, sit down and listen to others. That's his inheritance. He's working. He doesn't have to write it. He owns it. He's starting from where I left off. Yes. He doesn't have to write it. It's others has been composed for him there. All verses on others are in the book on others. With explanations. It's flowing onwards. But you see, people who don't have faith, they struggle with such things. So, I have to, like my own revelation, your own revelation is fine. Like your own house that you build is fine. But you you have been given a house to Perform in. Perform. Rise to a point. Provided for. And it's a difficulty for you. So, fake children, they learn how to flow in the grace and the inheritance of the house. They just flow with it easily. There must be some grace on my life. Oh, you don't think so? Yes. Even if I'm a goat, there must be some grace on this goat. Yes. Yes. Grace. Grace is undeserved help. There must be some grace. Philippians 1, 7 says, you are partakers of my grace. So that grace on me is where you start from now. Yes. Yes. Look, those who are shamelessly inheritors, eh, you know, they just inherit and flow with inheritance. They are the ones who are just doing well in this ministry. They just flow from where I, I left off. Yeah, they just take it and they just flow with anointing. They just a church growth. Church growth, grace. The grace for church, they just flow. All the churches that are growing, if you go to some of the countries, I don't want to mention it, 
some of the nations. The churches that are growing, they are all the ones that they just flow in the grace that is here. They just walk in the inheritance. Yes. They just walk in the inheritance. They just, they, 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 they are shameless about riches. <laughs> you see, a young person occupying certain type of houses and classes because he's inherited. He has nothing. They didn't work for it at all. If he was to work, you think he would ever see that house? No, 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 never. You can never be at a certain level. And you see, inheritance is one of the things that places children at a certain level to start. Yes. So if God blesses you to inherit physically, it places you physically and humanly speaking at a certain level to start. And that's why the Bible says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children. If your father couldn't leave you an inheritance and even gave you education, it's something to start you off. Even if he couldn't give you education, you are able to be educated. You can also develop yourself to the point where you also leave an inheritance for your children. But above all, spiritual inheritance. You see, the, the prophetic grace of faith on Kenneth Hagin, that is the grace that I am walking in. Yes. And that is why I am teaching what I'm teaching. And you think I started teaching about church growth and shepherding? No. My message at first was only how to turn your faith loose. This one, I I never started with the shepherding. No, how to turn your faith loose. Uh, Hebrews 11, uh, uh, Hebrews 11, Mark 11, 23. You can have what you say. These are my inheritance. I just flowed in the same message with the same titles. Eish. Name it, claim it. Take it. Even the design of some of my, my books. I just, I just started at wherever he was. Somebody who has published 63 million books by the time he died. I'm also in the 20 something million now. Yes. Yes, I'm just walking and enjoying grace inheritance. While some of you are struggling. You have churches you go to and you see that if you were, some of you were to go there, you say, ah, what are you struggling about? You'll be sitting in the congregation, you'll be saying, ah, what are you struggling about? What are you preaching? Preach what is being preached. At least inherit the preaching and walk in that before you even can invent your own preaching. Look at preaching that has been preached, proper ones, over the years. Why don't you learn how to preach that one? Is it you, you, you see people wondering about you have inherited messages, you have inherited preachings, you have inherited camps, you have inherited camps, even the name of the camp, you have inherited it. But you struggle with inheritance. But as for Abraham, he didn't struggle. When he was called to come for inheritance, he said, Chale, let's go. I like it. Free things. Free things. I like free things. Yes. This is when you are too shy. If you read, um, I think it's he that hath. It shows that one of the sources of prosperity is inheritance.
I never struggled. I had a house. I didn't need the church to provide any house. What a blessing. At the age of 20 something. Inheritance. I just walk into it. I just said to myself, this is God has provided for me. I just, I don't struggle at all. I just start from that level. Yes. You have camps, videos, messages, macanets, series, single messages, Easter messages, Christmas messages, books on different things. Inheritance. Eh? And you are struggling. So you see some of you who have to attend some churches, you say, Pastor, what are you preaching? Why don't you preach the inheritance that you've received? Why don't you walk in the rich inheritance and the anointing and the grace that is there? Why don't you walk in the grace of being debt free? Why don't you walk in the grace? Look at the stars that are performing in our church. No, you are not walking in that grace if there are no singers in your church. You see that you, if you listen to the whole course, you see that Ida will not even step up there. Yes. The part that she's even sang during the concert, somebody wasn't well. That's why she sang. She was not, she's not part of it. Different, different new, new people. Nice. When you hear them singing, you wonder, is it from California? Where is they they from California or somewhere? They're walking in the inheritance. Amazing. That's free. Buildings. There's a grace for building. Building your own house. By 29, you must be inside. I said by 29, you'll be in your house. Shakaba shobala sabakabaranda. Yes. Learn to enjoy inheritance. As for Abraham, he didn't have a problem at all. When they asked, why do you get this? Oh, my father, my father gave me. <laughs> and my father gave me all these ones. Why do you, how do you know? So my father told me everything. Why do you get this story? My father told me. How do you know all this? You sound very well. So my father told me all the things I'm saying. My father told me. Wisdom inherited. Easy. Download. Kings. Downloaded. We used to have wisdom 21, wisdom 15, wisdom yeah. wisdom 7, wisdom 8, wisdom 9. Free wisdom. Yes. As for Abraham, he had no problem at all with inheritance. I said, thank you very much. Bye-bye. I'm going to continue. Yes. You tell people it's my inheritance. It's one of the nicest things to see. How did you get this? Yeah, I heard it. Yeah. It's an inheritance. And we are flowing it. When you put on the lights in the house, people will think, oh, who is that put on? It's the new owner. It's the, new, it's the inheritor who is putting on the lights. The current owner. Kasha kola kasha baloba Shall I walk in the grace? Oh, yes, walk in the grace. Yes, start from where I am. Yes, and just flow onwards from there. In every music, music, you 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 can hardly find as good music like you are finding here. Yes, good Christian music. Yes, of a certain type with certain type of words. 
True or not true? Quality singers. Music. Drama. When you are watching them. Wonder. World class film. Like when we come, it's as if we've come to a concert. This morning it was a concert. As you say, this afternoon, concert. There was a restaurant called Proposed to Me Restaurant. Hey! It was, it was not a simple thing. It's a grace. Yes, it's a grace. Proposed to Me Restaurant. Where those who come there only can come as couples. No singles were allowed in that restaurant. Eh? Can you believe it? <laughs> Amazing. So your church should be starting on cloud nine and moving higher. What's his name? Jonah was told, go here and preach this preaching that I bid you to be. Job 3, Jonah 3. Go to the place where I said you should go and preach the preaching which I bid thee to preach. Jonah 3. Go to Nineveh and the grace and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee. Not every preaching. Inherited message with the title and everything. That preaching I showed you. Preach that preaching. That has grown a church from a classroom into whatever. I was abroad recently and I heard one of these prophets. You see them all over the place and so on. A guy was telling me. He said I had a mind about him. The one day he himself called me. I said he is. He said yeah. He bought all your books. He bought so many books. All his pastors. I said, really? People from outside are using it as a starter pack. And you are right here with the inheritance falling on you directly. You not start from there. And you say, well, you are preaching about what? Aaron's beard. When we have a message in the church that it is a great thing to serve the Lord, you are preaching on Aaron's beard. An original message on Aaron's beard. You are preaching millionaire creativity message anointing. Faith accepts inheritance. Yes. Accepts inheritance. You hardly hear me preaching without mentioning names. This small preaching, I've I've mentioned Rejoiner. I've mentioned Kenneth Hagin. It doesn't happen. This morning, I mentioned Archbishop. It is is almost unheard of for me to preach without mentioning. Because, you see, when you stay in the house that you inherited easily, and the things you are saying sound fantastic. Or the house you are in looks fantastic. It's like, you at your level, you can't have such a nice 
How can I tell you about the angels, what the angels were discussing about? Unless I read it from Rejoiner's book. So, faith accepts, possesses, flows with inheritance. How many points do you have? By now, the points are finished. Now, faith has an unlimited capacity for growth. Faith, 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3. Faith loves to grow. Faith has an unlimited capacity for growth. So you'll be growing from now onwards in your faith. He says, we are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet, because that your faith groweth exceedingly an unlimited capacity for growth. So, even though you may have faith today, your faith and your your grace and the anointing is is more. It's going to grow more. So, just as you you you, you, you are not able to push a car with one hand, one day you will be strong enough to push the same car. So, you stand in a church and you didn't have faith. But now you see that you've grown. Your faith has grown. Things have grown and developed because faith has an unlimited capacity. Unlimited. You, you can't tell where the end is. Your faith groweth. So you see people who think they've reached the end of their ministry and their calling. With 28 members, you feel that. But center leader, you think you've arrived. Small church work you are doing, you feel you've arrived. Faith has an unlimited, it's like an elastic that never gets stretched out. Kashi, kosha, kasha, kosho. Romans 11, look at verse 33. Beautiful. Romans 11, 33. All oh, the depth. All oh, the depth of the riches. Both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. All oh, the depth of the riches. How unsearchable. You see, an unlimited, you can't finish searching. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. All the depth of the riches, both of his wisdom and his knowledge, unlimited. Unlimited. How unsearchable. You can't search and finish finding How many of you thought you knew my message and one day you 
you were listening, you realized about, I don't think I know this part. Raise your hand if you, re- you realize that how unsearchable. You have to pause. How unsearchable. Did I hear this right? Were you there? How unsearchable. How unsearchable are his judgments, his ways. Past fun. You're never going to find out. You're never going to stop. You're never going to finish finding out. You are never going to finish growing in faith. You are never going to finish growing in faith. Yes. So when I meet my own pastors and bishops, sometimes you can sense a feeling of somebody, not all of them, some, of course, a few, you can sense a feeling of, I've arrived. I am a man of God. I am a child of the Lord. It's not only you who knows anything, you know. Hey! How unsearchable. Look at the thing there. Unsearchable. You can't finish searching. That's the truth. You can't finish searching. You know, I like to listen to Kenneth. It's not like the sound of his voice is sometimes, I just the sound of his voice is good for me. I don't know whether I'm just imagining, but I feel that it's good for me. It seems to put me in an error. It puts me into an error when I hear him talking. You know, one day I was listening to a message by Kennedy. For 40 minutes he was speaking in tongues. That's the part that I like more. The tongues. I didn't understand what the tongues were, but I just like the environment that it, it just. I remember always with, with my wife, I was in a, on an island in um, Malaysia. We had been invited to preach. Yeah. Shimalo Sata Sabele. Yeah. You know, when she went out and I was just playing the tape, just cool. He'll be speaking for a long time. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes, how unsearchable. I need, I need my phone. Give me my phone, one of my phones. How unsearchable. Wow. Oh, the depth. Many times we don't know how deep it is. Yes, many of us don't know how. We have no time to read Bill Gates. All the depth of the riches. It's not that I mean, look, I have all the books. Look, you don't have more books than me. You don't have more books than me. Especially Lee Kuan Yew. I have his books. Three of them. Of his lifestyle. His life. Lee Kuan Yew. They're, they're the founder of Singapore. Oh, the depth of this book. The Bible. The Bible. Hebrews 4.11. Hebrews 4.11. He says, Hebrews 4.11. Let us labor. Let us labor. We have to work hard to enter into that level. That level. Lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. 
verse 12. How do we labor? For the word of God is quick and powerful. We have to labor in the word of God. The word of God is powerful. So we, we must enter in labor to enter. And as we labor to enter, you enter levels and realms. Yes. Work hard, oh. Work hard. Work hard. Amen. Are you there? Your faith has an unlimited capacity for growth. Wow. Are you there or you are living? Now, the last point, because every good sermon, three points or seven or ten or twelve. The last point faith loves and attracts glory. Faith attracts glory and beauty to your life. Yes. So, faith, faith, hallelujah. Attracts glory. Amen. Yes. Faith attracts glory. John 11 verse 40. Jesus said unto her, Said I not unto you? Huh? Said I not unto you that what? If thou shouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of the Lord. Amen. The glory of the Lord. So the more you believe, the more beauty and the more glory you see. Amen. Give yourself to this glory. Now, so if faith brings glory, if faith leads to glory, and faith has an unlimited capacity to grow, then it means that glory on your life is unlimited in its ability to just increase over your life. Yes. Said I not unto thee that if you should believe that you should see glory. So when you have faith, you start to see beautiful things. And your life changes. So you can increase. He says an unlimited capacity. Oh, the depth. Romans 117. Romans 117. Beautiful scripture. From faith to faith. He says, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, which means from glory to glory. Like second, yes, from glory. But the more you believe, the more glory you see. So you see, as you move from faith to faith, you are moving from glory to glory. Yes. Said I not to you, if you believe, you will see glory. It means when you believe, you see glory. So when you move from faith to faith, you are moving from glory to glory. So belief to belief is glory to glory. Niceness to niceness. More you believe, the more you see. The more you believe, the more you see. 
How unsearchable are his ways. Past finding out. How unsearchable are his judgments. His ways are past finding out. Whenever I listen to this voice preaching, I say, Thank you, Father. We left off last night with these verses. We're going to read again tonight and again there. Isaiah, the 53rd chapter, the 4th and 5th verses. Surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. That's King James' translation. The Hebrew actually literally said, Dr. Young's translation brings that out, that in the Hebrew, the original, it reads, Surely he had borne our sickness and carried our pains. Wow. I love it. I'm in a realm. Yes. There came to him a voice. So today begins your journey from glory to glory. Your journey from glory to glory. Your journey from glory to glory. Beauty to beauty. Faith to faith. How unsearchable are his judgments, his ways, past finding out. Father, thank you for the blessing. Thank you for the grace you give to us to show us great things on faith be more believers in you than ever before. We give you thanks. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Just, no, before you sit down, if you are here tonight, you don't know Jesus as your savior. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand and I'm going to pray with you. Just in a quick prayer, you want to walk by faith and receive Jesus as your savior and your master. If you are here like that, wherever, wherever you may be, pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, lift your hand up high. God bless you. Lift it up high. And if you've lifted your hand, come, come from, come to the front. I want to pray with you. God bless you. Come all the way. I gave you. What is the first one? Faith. Ah, somebody gave his life to Christ. Come. Stand right here. Lift your hands up. Say this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. Tonight, I open my heart. I receive Jesus as my Savior. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Write my name in the book of life. Let's all join. Say, Jesus, have mercy on me. Wash away my sins tonight. Thank you for saving me today. From tonight, I will save you. I will follow you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name.
I pray. Amen. What's your name? Francis. God bless you, Francis. I'm giving you my gift. After church, I want one person, Terry, you are going to come. This is Pastor Terry, Reverend Terry. As soon as we close, come to him. He's going to tell you something. I've told him a secret. Okay. God bless you. What is point number one? Faith loves Huh? Preparation. Faith is not angry with warnings. I'm going to show you that video in in two seconds. Number two, faith loves adventure. Faith loves to travel. Faith will go anywhere for God. Amen. Number three, faith loves to sacrifice. Yes. Amen. Faith makes you give an excellent sacrifice. Number four, Faith loves inheritance. Faith accepts inheritance. Faith does what? Flows towards inheritance. Faith does what? Shamelessly possesses inheritance. Don't be ashamed of inheritance. (laughs) Faith believes in and takes over spiritual inheritance. Amen. Who has a car which can blow like this? Your car battery will die but by the time the service is over. If it's your car, parked down there. Uh-huh. Faith believes in. Faith accepts riches as a provision from God. Don't struggle. Somebody is blessing you. Just say, I receive it. One, one of my pastors, one day somebody came and gave him a gift. He divided the gift into three and wrapped it in wrapping paper and gave it back to the, the person. I told him, look, you, are, you don't understand. Somebody is blessing you. Yeah, pride will not let you receive. Faithless people do not accept inheritance, nor do they flow in it. Number five. I can't hear you. Speak it out. Unlimited capacity for growth. Faith loves to grow. Amen. And number six. Loves and attracts glory and beauty to your life. Number seven. Only six points. Ah, okay. You got six points is enough. I can go on and on. I got 20 points. So if you dare me, you'll be here till midnight. Be careful. I only share with you a part of what I, what I can share. You should know that. How unsearchable. All the depths and the riches of your knowledge and wisdom. Yes. Better get it into your coconut. 2 Corinthians 8.2 2 Corinthians 8.2 1 Corinthians 8.2 Sorry. If any man think that he knoweth anything, he knoweth nothing, yet as he ought to know. Amen. Your life is increasing in glory. From glory to glory. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's word. 
For audio CDs, DVDs, books and other resources by Dagwood Mills, please visit our website at www.dagwoodmills.org. God richly bless you. Jess, it's happening. Whoa, Tina, what are you doing in my car? Space is here now. No closet will be left behind. Did you say closet? Yes, the Container Store custom closets are up to 25% off. It doesn't matter the size or shape. Space is coming to them all. You're not serious. Space isn't a joke, Jess. How long do we have? Through October 13th. All right, buckle up. The Container Store Custom Closet Sale is here with up to 25% off all systems, including Alpha. The Container Store, where space comes from. Something extraordinary has happened to Judy Sizemore's closet, making it feel more like a closet. 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 An area that once caused claustrophobia now has enough space Space. to hold all of Judy's striped boat neck sweaters. And Judy Sizemore has a lot of striped boat neck sweaters. sweaters. The Container Store Custom Closet Sale is here with up to 25% off all systems, including Alpha, through October 13th. The Container Store, where space comes from.